0: Hi there, and welcome to Welfar Daily. I'm Amy Lane, author, runner, health editor, and host of Wellfar the running podcast. Join us each week to find out how to catch the running bug, but more importantly, keep it when life takes a toll on running motivation. Right now, your mileage might be low, or maybe even non-existent, but that's totally okay. Wellfar Daily is a series of short tips, tricks and insight from others taken from the longer show i hope you find the upcoming advice helpful and potentially inspirational you can also dial into more welfare activity using the hashtag welfare on instagram and by joining our running club welfare on strava i check in on your posts and updates and it absolutely makes my day when i see all the support and encouragement that's shared by the crew okay enough from me
1: over to today's clip Enjoy. So one of the things that I think sometimes gets lost in translation as well through Instagram is there's a difference between activating and exhausting. And so one of the things that I often see is people will do a huge set with, you know, they've got their bands out and they do their glute activation work and they spend like 20 minutes doing like basically a glute burnout. So ideally, that might be fine if that's your entire workout. But if you're about to go for a run, that isn't what I would do because you're obviously then fatiguing the muscle. So... It really doesn't take even just one to two sets of certain exercises will support it. So uh, some of, just to give you some so you have a bit of a takeaway here is a single leg glute bridge is really beneficial because um that movement in and of itself um and by the way you can google that term single leg glute bridge. I'm sure it's probably on your wall. It's definitely yeah. on mine too. <laughs> I was going to say you must have that on your Instagram. So absolutely. It's we will pop that in the show notes guys amazing. that link. Yes. So single leg glute bridge um will is very similar to some of the shapes that you make when you run essentially, because um, you're activating your glute to lift your hip off the floor. You also have to stabilize your core to stop your spine from just like kind of bending throughout that movement and to hold your pelvis in position. So that is one of my absolute favorite, not just glute activators, but hamstring and core activators too. And you only need to do like one to two sets. You're not trying to fatigue. You're not trying to get this like, if it's not burning, it's not working. It's like, just wake it up. Just feel it, start to feel it. So I do I do those and I do dead bugs as well. Oh I love a dead bug. Amazing. I was like, is she gonna like it? Yes. (laughs) No, no, I love a dead bug. Absolutely. Because that and that's it's quite the only thing that I the reason I didn't throw it out there is because I think it can be really bastardized. Like, I think it gets performed really incorrectly. And I know for a fact that you perform it correctly because I think Luke kind of got you onto dead bugs, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah. Yes. Luke Worthington, shout out. Um, <laughs> essentially, with the with a dead bug, there needs to be awareness of your transverse abdominis and your rib cage positioning in, in particular. And so when I see dead bug being performed, a lot of the time those ribs are, like, flaring right up and I'm like, ah those internal obliques are not active. And so there's not so much core awareness going on. So it just has to be performed very particularly. So yes, either myself or Luke, jump on his page for an example of that. We will put that also in the show notes. We'll link to it, guys.
0: Because I actually, when you've just said about forming them, I do like when I'm not aware in my warm ups. So sometimes, if I've come running in, like running into the gym from my desk, I know that I've got 60 minutes to do a workout. So I might be jumping on a treadmill. I still always do my warm up. But if I don't really, really focus on what I'm doing, I can get through a couple of reps and then I suddenly realise that actually my body isn't at like 90. My knee is actually somewhere towards my nose and I've got my phone still in my hand because I'm Instagram storing what I'm doing. Totally. And then
1: actually it's kind of a bit pointless. It's kind Um, of a bit pointless and you're retraining a, a, a movement pattern in a dysfunctional way. So you're actually just reinforcing problems that you probably already Already have. have. So this is another and this is another reason why I created the Virtue Method was because I really wanted to make sure that people took some time prior to their workouts to kind of disconnect from every day to day life, just get into their body. And that's, you know, whether that's 10 breaths of just lying there still genuinely sending your awareness through your body. And just arriving in the room. And the breath is a really good way to do that. The breath also really helps with core activation as well. So it's one thing to say, like, oh, yeah, I've got this slight warm up that my trainer gave me, it's 10 minutes, and to just kind of go through the motions. But again, yes, as you say, you were wasting, potentially wasting your time, or even at worst, you are reinforcing movement dysfunctions that you had before.
0: If you're keen to hear more running advice, then head on over to the Running Podcast for full episodes with expert advice and inspirational stories from the global running community. Now have a lovely day, and I'll catch you back here tomorrow for some more Wellfather Daily. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.